Lamed Hey Amid Beis on the third line. The Gemara asks a very specific question. Umenalan, dahachihu. How do you know that's the way it is? We got to get back into the sugi here. How do you know what is? So the uh, Rashi does it very easy with the Mafarish. How do you know that when you have these limudim of uh, with klaus and prats that the thing you learn from the prat is ke'ena prat? In other words, there's an issue being discussed. You have specific uh, examples given that the limud is that not just those specific examples, but things that are similar to those would also be included. So where, where do we know that from? It's going to be very... This is actually one of the few circuits in the Shahs where we, we delve into the sfaras behind the Yudgal Midrash Tarnadreshus Behem. Where do we see it from? How do we know? So, Disanya. We have a Brysa. Brysa goes for about four and a half lines, and it's uh, regarding the topic of Meiser Shani. Meiser Shani is the second tithe that you take. Um, you could schlep up all of that produce to Yerushalayim from wherever you are in Israel, or you can uh, redeem it, basically sell it, and the money gets the Kedusha. You take the money, and you can spend the money in Yerushalayim on, well, let's see. It says the Pasuk, You can spend the money on whatever you want. That's a klal. That's a very general statement. Do we know what you can spend it on? Sounds like anything. Now the puzzle continues and lists specific items. Bibakar uvitsoin biyain uvashekar. Cattle, sheep, wine, let's say new wine, old wine. That's very specific. That's a prat. The puzzle continues and says, Ubekholasher Tishalcha Nafshecha. And in like whatever your heart desires. That sounds again to be a general term. Chazar. So we have the Pasuk continuing the Kalal. What are you left with after those three phrases? A klalu pratu klal. And we know we've seen this many times. Iatadan ela ke'en haprat. Now, the way that Rashi explained the question is, how do you know that you learn ke'en haprat? Which means that the specific items that you could spend money on, of course, is bakart sayin yayin and sheikhar, that it includes other things as well. Mahaprat uh, mefurash. So you take the similar aspects of the prats and use it to make a general rule. Just like the prats that was cattle, sheep, I guess the things that come from grapes, is a pre-me-pre. You have one thing, grows another, like mother cow, baby cow, grape seed, grows another uh, grape vine. And gidule karka, they draw their main sustenance from the earth, like certainly plants do, and even animals. They eat the grass that grows from the earth. So too, af kail, anything else, like maybe, what was it included? I don't know, birds. Do birds, one bird from another bird? Yes. Do they predominantly uh, sustain themselves from things on the ground? Yes. Also, so anything else would be a primi pre, vigidule karka. Okay. So not only we included things listed in the positive, you would also include birds like chicken. Can you spend your meiser shiny money on a chicken shawarma? Absolutely. Okay. The Gemara has a question now. We had um, a limud call a klal uprat uklal. And essentially was, klal seems to include everything. Then we get specific, and we say, no, it includes just those things, or maybe a little bit more. And then you have another klal at the end. What was the purpose of that other klal at the end? 
to expand? Does it expand it all the way? Can't be. Does it not expand it at all? That can't be either. How extreme do we go with saying that second clause? So, michti. I put a, um, put a diamond around this michti. We're going to have a series of analyzing differently mudim. Um, three lines later, first line is visu. I put a diamond around that. Three lines later is another michti. I put a diamond around that. And two, four, six lines later, first one on line is marbinan. The next word is michti. I put a diamond around that. So it's a series of uh, michti. I said, uh, best translation is like, uh, how now? Or uh, let's take a look at this. So, michti, let's take a look at this. We have this limud called, there's a three word phrase, a klal uprat uklal. That which we say, and I underline two words, ke'en ha-prat, that you learn similar to the prat. That which we say, ke'en ha-prat dayninan, that the way we learn is ke'en ha-prat, then the klala basra my ahani. What's the effect of the second klal? If you're going to just have a klal and a prat, and the conclusion from that would be that you have things that are included similar to the prat, then what does that second klal add? Oh, you know what it adds? Ahani, it adds la'osoyfi koldedomile to include even things that are similar, even if they're not totally similar. So we had, for instance, like in the previous Limud, it mentioned specifically bakar, soin, yain, and shechar. The Limud came to include birds. You know what also could be included? Fish. Fish. You have like eggs, sort of like the way birds do, but you have primi pre, but they're not kedule karka. They don't predominantly, at least to the uh, uh, observant uh, uh, eye, uh, grow from things on the ground. They get their sustenance from they eat little fish. They eat things that have protein in the water, but not from kedule karka. So even though it's like one step more distant, that's what it would come to include. So that second klal comes to include something additional. In this case, it would be something that's similar in one way, not in both ways. Okay. Visu. And further. I had a diamond around this word visu. We had another limud. We're going to be playing with the prats and klals again, but instead of having an opening klal and a closing klal, the opening phrase is a prat, the closing phrase is a prat, and the middle phrase is a klal. We had those we were dealing with them yesterday. We had a similar type of thing where we said, well, at the end of the day, you take the prat and you are more inclusive. <coughs> what else would you include? Ke'en ha-prat, that we say prat klal uprat, that we say ke'en ha-prat tayninan, similar to the prat. Well, so you have the opening prat, then you have the klal, then you have the closing prat. That closing prat, pata basra, the second prat, mayahani, what's the benefit of that? Now, clearly, if the... Th- word that you're analyzing is one that is a limitation word, it must be that you're limiting what you otherwise would have said if you just had a pratu klal. Well, ilav prata basra, if not for the closing prat, what might you have thought? Hava amin, I would have thought if you just had a klal, uh, a prat, excuse me, and then a klal, how inclusive is that? That includes almost everything. I would have thought nasa klal, moisif, al haprat that the klal adds to the prat. Okay, um, hmm. so I would have thought, let's say, what were we doing the other day? The nazir. We know we can't eat uh, grapes and wine. How about uh, grape leaves? 
How about uh, little tendril things on the, on the grapevines? I would have thought to include all of that. Now, for sure, I'm not going to include the vine, like the uh, dark bark-like vine that's near the ground. That's, that's not like anything shayach to food. But I would have thought to include everything. So comes along the second prat and says, those things are not to be included. Okay. Here we go again. Michti. What we're going to do now is really going to compare and contrast. We've had a few limudim, all based on klal and prat. You can have an opening klal with a closing klal, and the tuna fish in the sandwich is the prat. Or you can have the bread, so to speak, is the prat, and the tuna fish is the klal. In other words, either klal in the middle surrounded by the other, or prat in the middle surrounded by the other. What's the difference at the end of the day? It seems like we're both coming with the same type of thing, that the prat is expanded, but not too much. So, michti. Train klaliu pratza. Now, you could write above that, klal prats klal. The Gemara refers to that as two klals and a prat. In other words, I'll have a, uh, two pieces of rye bread with tuna in the middle. That, that's the same way, obviously, you, you don't have the tuna on top and then the two pieces of rye bread on the bottom. The, the way you would say it is, give me a tuna on rye. Okay? Mm. So, when you have two klals and a prat, which is the sandwich, the bread, are the two claws and the prats is in the middle. And you can have the other way. Train pratiu klala. You have two prats in the claw. In other words, the claw is what's in the middle. In both those cases, we had said kein pratainan. You take the prat, you expand it a little bit, but not too much. Well then, my aika beni beni. What difference is there? Whether it's a klal, prats klal, or a prat klal prat. Seemingly, we haven't seen a difference. Well, actually, there is. Ika, here's the difference. Colon, de'ilu, if you have. I squiggle underlined these three words. Train klaliu prata. In other words, klal prat klal. I ika prata de dummy lay. As long as you have a prat that's similar, afilu b'chad sad. I underline afilu b'chad sad, even if it's only similar in one way. We had an example of that. We had the birds, which are similar to uh, cattle and sheep. And then we had fish, which is one step removed. You would include the fish because it's two claws and a prot. In other words, at the end of the day, how many claws do you have? Two of them. It's more inclusive. As opposed to, comma, I squiggle on these two words, tray, pratio, claw, when it starts with the prot, ends with the prot, and there's just a claw in the middle, e ika. Prata de dami mishneit stadin. If you have something that's similar in two ways, you had sheep and cattle. Are birds like that? Two similarities, primi pre, and they are sustained predominantly migidule karka from things on the ground. Then marbinan, you'll include that. However, bechad sad, if it's only similar in one way, like in our example, the fish, lo marbinan. Or, if you have something like uh, a grapevine, in the case of the Nazir, it listed off a whole bunch of things. What else are you including? You including the hard, barky part of the vine near the ground? For sure not. Never including that. Okay? How about the grape leaves? How about the grape tendrils? So they're kind of similar because they're sort of soft and you can kind of eat them, but they're not kind of similar because they're sort of part of the branch. So those would be maybe included or maybe not included. Those are the two cases that we're dealing with. Okay. As long as we're at it, we want to know one more scenario, what the difference is. Michti. 
We have a diamond that's mechti. If you have in the Torah a prat uklal, what do we say you do with that? A specific term and a general term. Nasa klal moisif ala prat. The klal is expansive. The israbi kol mili. Everything is included. Okay, then we had something that seemed almost identical. Amid veriba, which is, again, you have the same words. You just have a, a more limited word and a more inclusive word. Nami, we also say, riba hakol veisrabi kol mili. What's the essential difference then? It's very subtle, but what's the essential difference between a pratuklal versus a miut veribui? My ika ben miut veriba in this corner versus pratuklal in that corner. Here's the difference. Back to our case of a nazir. If you're going to learn with pratu klal, or if you're going to learn with miutu ribui, one of the two of those is a little bit more inclusive. Which one? Here you go. Ika. Ti'ilu, if you go with the, I squeal in line two words, the pratu klal approach, marbinan afilu alin velulvin. What's included in the iser? You had a prat, and then you had a klal. You know what's included? Afilu alin vilulvin. Even the grape leaves, even though they might be a little bit dry, and the grape tendrils. That's what would be included, as opposed to, if you're going with the, I squiggle underline these two words, mied veriba, it's a little bit less that's going to be usser. The lulvin the grape tendrils, which are often uh, quite moist. I've, have you ever actually eaten grapevine tendrils? I, I haven't, but I guess they could be. You know, boil them up in a little bit of uh, honey and water, and probably delicious. However, the alin, the leaves, no, because the leaves usually tend to be quite dry, and that's even one f- step removed. The, therefore, the subtle difference between if you go with the pratu klal approach versus the miyadvariba approach the Mi'et Veriba approach will leave more things mutter. Or we'll say it this way, the Pratukal approach will include more things that are usser. It's a um, rather large tesis. It's just a, the, the highlight of the bottom tesis is essentially that we had thought that, I, I mean, I've even seen on the, on the menu as an appetizer, would you like <coughs> stuffed grape leaves? Mm-hmm. It sounds like grape is an ingredient. I've never seen uh, grape tendrils on the menu. And Tyson points out that there's a big difference. The leaves we're talking about here, and that's why I mentioned it, are probably dry leaves. I am sure that the grape leaf dish that you get as a first course is with moist grape leaves. So he's making a distinction. When you see gumars, that seem to indicate that the grape leaves are more edible than the tendrils. When's that? That's when they're moist. Over here, where it seems to indicate that they're further away, that's when they're dry. Period. And now gets us to a sugia, which, uh, as much as I'd love to finish sugias in one day, Sort of goes into Lamed Chesamad Aleph. That's right. It takes in about two dots. So we'll try to do about half of it today and half of it tomorrow. Amar Rebavo, I double in Rebavo and circled Rabbi Yechanan. And I uh, put a number one in the margin here. This is uh, just about a Shas record for how far the number two is. Mm. If you uh, flip over to Lamed Ches Amud Aleph. In Lamed Chesamad Aleph, we essentially have the same uh, Baal Memra. On the third line, the line is Rebavo. I double underline Rebavo. Here Rebavo is quoting uh, another great sage, uh, Rabbi Yochanan's 
uh, colleague uh, Rebbe Lazar, I circled Rebbe Lazar, and would put a number two in the margin there and circle it. And given that these are so far away, you might just want to note that when you have number one and you're looking for the number two, you've got to get a telescope out. Okay, and this is, uh, there's an enormous amount, uh, I guess, in those sugyas that uh, we learned for Eser Meheter and all sorts of taruvas in like, uh, a typical smicha program. Nazir, Lamedvav, Lamed Zayin is a very big sugya. So here we go. Says Ravon and Rabbi Yochanan, Kol Isur and Shabbat Whenever you have something the Torah says that it's Aser, um, let's say you have a mixture. You have a little bit of uh, the stuff that's Aser with a little bit of stuff that's Mutter. A famous example, uh, Chelev and Shuman. Chelev are fats of the animal that are Aser. Uh, Shuman are fats of the animal that are Mutter. If you, now, um, if you take the ones that are Aser, that would be the Chelev. So you have Chelev and you have Shuman. Now, none of this even makes any sense unless you say that you have to... Um, consume, in this case, eat at least a shear, at least a certain amount. If you taste the tiniest bit, it makes no difference if there's mixtures or not mixtures. You had it, it's usher. So let's say, uh, just call it a kazayas. If the isser is a kazayas of, in this case, forbidden fats, let's say you have half a zayas of forbidden fats, but half a zayas also of permitted fats. Half a zayas of chelev, half a zayas of shuman. Says Ravon or Yechanan, all Yisrael and Shabbat ain't, you don't have Heter Mitzvah Lisser. You do not have that you would have violated the Daraisa Isser if there's a mixture. Chutzmi Yisrael Nazir. That's why they're bringing this in over here. I dot underline Chutzmi Yisrael Nazir. And Yisrael Nazir actually has a puzzle which indicates that in this extreme case, you would have Heter Mitzvah Lisser. What's the example? Shere Amra Taira. This is quite terse, but one word. Mishras. Mishras, like a Sharia, a, I guess in Israel more familiar in America, is like Gabras. Gabras is Sharia. Your matzah. Can you soak your matzah? Does that, is that a problem? Maybe you're mixing flour with water. It could be a wood ferment. However uh, far-fetched that might be. But it's called Sharia. Let's say you have a Nazir. Nazir can't have wine. Let's say a Nazir takes a piece of bread and dips it in the wine. So that's a combination of bread, which is totally mutter to him, and wine, which is totally usher to him. And yet the Pasuk there says... Outright, a nazir can't have a mishras an oven. You can't have a piece of bread that has no wine in it. Now, if the amount of wine in it was the shear that any would be asked for the nazir, of course, there's no chiddish. So what we would be saying here is that even though there's less of a shear, let's call it um, maybe a revius of wine that the nazir would have to have, let's say it's half a revius, but there's the equivalent of half a shear of bread, those two together are asr midaraisa for the nazir. That is what Rabbi Avol says in the Rabbi Yochanan. That in general, when you have Yisrael and we talked about like Chelev and Shuman, you're not going to say that the Heter and the Yisrael joined together to get you to your minimum shear, except in the realm of Nazir, because the Pasuk itself says Mishras. That is Rabbi Avol and Rabbi Yochanan. Ziri, Amar, Ziri says, well, there's actually other examples of Heter Mitzraf Lisser, Midor Aisa, for instance, Seor Bebal Taktiru. There's a special um, losase to not um, baltaktiras in the realm of on the mizbeach. You can't. You're not allowed to burn up on the mizbeach. Uh, all else being equal, chametz uh, or 
saor is like a like a sourdough. Often you would have, let's say, as you're offering a mincha, it can't be um, leavened. That which you're offering has to be unleavened. So Ziri says, af saor bebal taktiru. You would say what the heter mitzdarif leiser. Like let's say you burned half a zayis of uh, chametz. This is not nothing to do with Pesach, but Chametz like on the Mizbeach as a Mincha and half a zayis of Matzah, um, they would violate the Torah principle of Baltaktiru. Even though usually to violate the Torah principle of Baltaktiru, you need to have a full shear. The two of them were kind of separate, but you burned them together. That would also be an example of Heter Mitzarf Le'iser, and it would make that Asramidaraisa. Okay, the Gemara wants to know according to which um, Tana is that going? Keman? Well, apparently that would be like Kerebi Eliezer. I think that you're changing it to Rebbe Eliezer. And who's the Rebbe Eliezer? The Rebbe Eliezer who darshans the word, and it's very terse here, uh, didarish the word, one word in quotation marks, kol. A lot of times you have a pasuk. Let's see the, um, the Rashi, the Mefarish on the top. Starting with the Zairi. Zairi says, Af sa'or b'baltaktiru. Shafilu ein b'sa'or kezayis. It doesn't have a kezayis on itself. And the isas matzah mashlimo kezayis, the, the bit of mutter stuff, joined together with it is what gets to kezayis. Shu chayiv, that sounds like a torpin, so v'oiver mishum shenemar, and here's the pasuk, kol sa'or. V'chol dvash loitaktiru. It's in Vayikra Beis, which is... Uh, dealing with the uh, carbon mincha. I emphasize the word kol. I double underline the word kol in, in the pasuk there. Okay, now, the Gemara didn't even bring a pasuk. The Mepharsh is telling us there's this pasuk. We wanted to know who then, in Vayikra Beis, when we're talking about halakhs of carbon mincha, is the one who would say that the word kol is significant. It's Rebbe Eliezer, and we'll keep reading in the Mepharsh, like Rebbe Eliezer, who darshes the word kol. Now, where Rebbe Eliezer darshes the word kol is somewhere else. See the Rashi? Legabe chametz. Now, which chametz? Like chametz on Passover. Beperek elu oivrin, bepesach, dekatani, ve'al eruvoi belav. You're actually over the low sase of chametz, even if it's just a mixture of chametz with something else. Diva Rebbe Eliezer dichsiv. And what's his source for that? Kol machmetzes loisaychelu. The Pasuk could easily have just said, machmetzes loisaychelu. You can't eat your. Machmed says, it said kol. Kol would come to include even a tarua. So that same Rebbe Eliezer who looks at the word kol and says it includes even a mixture, so too, uh, over here, when it comes to a korban mincha, you have to make sure that korban mincha is not um, leavened. Okay. Hold on one second. We just said it's going according to who? The Tana Rebbe Eliezer. Then not only do we have the example of Isurei Nazir, as well as the example of Sa'or when it comes to offering a korban mincha. We have another example. Ihachi lenin chametz nami. Chametz also. Is that an example of even though, let's say the shear of chametz is a certain thing, even though you have half a shear of chametz and half a shear of matzah together and you eat them, there would also be an isra there. Ihachi lenin chametz nami. Answers the Gemara. Yeah. There actually is another example where you would say this, heter mitzarf leser. Inachi nami. Yeah. Why then did Ziri only mention the offering of a korban mincha issue if there's a third issue, which is uh, chametz and Pesach? Because he was focusing more, Ziri, 
when he said this, or to coming to exclude another opinion. Ela fuki mi abaye. I underline abaye. Da amar abaye is of the opinion that that big no-no of uh, burning things up on the Mizbeach that you're not allowed to burn does not have a minimum shear. Even the smallest amount, you're over the Doraisa. He's the one who says, Yeshak Torah be pachais mi kezayis. In which case, we had asked, let's say you had half a shear of chametz and half a shear of matzah, and you want to offer that on the Mizbech as a korban mincha, well, that's going to be a problem. It's not coming into you. You don't have to join anything because just the half a shear on its own of the chametz is enough to be over. Now, that's what you might have thought, kamash malan, that the issue is not like that. We're not going like Abaye. Rather, ein when their Torah says you can't offer something on the Mizbech, there is a minimum shear. It is a kazayis, and therefore you have half a zayis of something that's mutter and half a zayis of something that's asr, and we're going to tell you it's asr, that's because it must be heter Now we go into an extensive back and forth. It seems to me they go back and forth maybe 15 times, 17 times, and the two names, and that's why we're going to box them, is Ravdimi and Abaye. I box Ravdimi, and a line later I boxed Abaye. And the two of them were having a discussion, and this... Uh, Discussion that we're having is, I guess, what's recorded here in Lamed Vav Madalif and Lamed Vav Beis and Lamed Zayin Madalif. So here they go. Yosef Rav Dimi, the Kamar La La Hashmaisa. He was, uh, I guess, in Daf Yaimi, and uh, they were doing Daf Lamed Hey, and uh, probably not. But he quoted Rebbe Vavne Rav Yochanan, who said, "All Israel should be Torah. You don't have Hester Mitzrayim Leiser except for Isurei Nazir." Okay, sounds like it's an exception. The Isurei Nazir does sound like an exception. You don't have Hetra Misarf Lisser elsewhere. Ace Abaye. So Abaye brings the following connect source, goes for about four and a half lines. And the Ace that which Abaye is going to speak out what the question is, goes until really the top line of Ahmed Bey's. The Brysa goes four and a half lines. And then there's about another three and a half lines where Abaye is speaking out the issue. And then. Uh, Apparently, we have a big question on uh, that principle. Here we go. Uh, what we're talking about in this uh, brisa, it's actually probably thinking Mishnah, is uh, like a porridge or uh, like a cream of wheat type of thing where you have like a grain product and you mix it in with um, maybe some sort of water or milk or you can mix it in with like oil or spices. And uh, we know that truma, truma for a Kohen, totally fine, as long as it's Truma Tahira. For Yisroel, poison, totally usher. Okay? So let's say you're going to have a mikvah, and all the ingredients are not either Hulan or Truma. You have the mikvah, underlying the mikvah, the mikvah of Truma. The grain used to make the porridge is Truma. The hashum vashemen, and the spices, and the oil, and the liquid is shell Hulan. Okay? Things that are. Kadosh have the ability to become no good. They could become puzzle. They could become tame. Usually those ter- two terms, puzzle and tame, they mean the same thing. It's just puzzle. It becomes no good, but can't transfer its no goodness onto something else. Tame, it becomes no good and can, yes, transfer its no goodness onto something else. So if you have a tfulyon, the tfulyon is a person who himself was tame, went to the mikvah, good. Sometimes it's only good for the first step. He still has to wait at times for the sun to set. And some characters even have to wait till they bring their korbanos. So you have a guy, he was tummy. He went to mikvah, sun has not yet set. And then he touches that porridge. Now what's the ingredients of the porridge? The 
one ingredient is truma, the other ingredient is chulan. Venaga atfulyomimiksasan, pasal is kulan. He will ruin the whole thing. Even though he only touched one portion of it, he will ruin the whole thing. Now, what do we mean ruin it? Apparently, he will make it tamea. And can you do anything to eat truma tamea? Not a Yisrael, not a Kohen. Here's another case. Mikvah shall chulin the other way. The ingredient of the mikvah, the great ingredient, is chulin, just regular chulin, but you used spices, uh, shum, garlic, and shaman oil of truma. Okay? In that case, same scenario. You got a guy who just came from the mikvah. He has to wait till the sun sets. It's about three in the afternoon. Nug of the tefulia He touches part of it. Lo pasal elamakamago. He doesn't ruin the whole thing. Only the part that he touches is going to be a problem. The other part is not. That's the end of the snake source brought by Abaye. And here, uh, the question is spoken out now. Because Abaye is asking on Ravdimi, here's the question. So we ask, In that last case, where the mikvah is, 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 is uh, chulan, it's only the, the spices and the liquid that is truma. Only the place that it's full yoyim is going to make that a problem. Not anywhere else in the mikvah. The Amar Barbarchana Amar Here we circled Rabbi Yochanan, which is there. We're kind of tying it back to the bottom of the previous summit where we had Rabbi Yochanan telling us something. Rabbi Yochanan says, "Ma ta'am." What's the reason for that? Well, the reason is now when we're asking "Ma ta'am," "Ma ta'am," what? "Ma ta'am" that the Makom mago is going to be puzzle. Shouldn't we say that the spices and the water are bottle beroiv? But yet we're saying that only the makom mago is puzzle. Shouldn't it be bottle beroiv and say nowhere is puzzle? Well, the reason would be because hoyel vizar loika alabikazayas. Since a non Kohen who bemazed had this. Uh, porridge would get malchus if he ate a kezayis of it. Now, malchus indicates a doraisa iser. We're not talking about malchus bardus It must be that there's a doraisa iser. In which case, my taima. So, what would be the reason? Love mishum deheter mitzarif leiser. Why do you give the guy malchus? It's only some sort of combination. It must be that you're getting malchus, which is doraisa, because of. Heter mitzarf leiser. Hmm. Heter mitzarf leiser. Didn't Rabbi Yochanan on the bottom of the previous say, previous Amud tell us that's only in the realm of the halachas of Nazir? This is something else. This is in the realm of halachas of Truma. It has nothing to do with Nazir. And yet, apparently, there's going to be a deoraisa iser, even though you're mixing two things together. That's the question. So the question is not really on Rabbi Yochanan, but the question is on the way that um, Rav Dimi, you're going to take the Rabbi Yochanan approach? So how can you defend that? How can you defend the Rabbi Yochanan saying it's only in the realm of Nazir, and here we see apparently in the realm of something else, like this or of a non-Kohen to eat truma, that, that apparently it applies there as well. Amar lay, I squiggle on the Amar. So says back Ravdimi to Abaye, no, you misunderstood it. When we're talking about the Kezayis, that you have to eat a kezayis of it. We had thought that what that means is there's a total of a zayis, part of it is heter, part of it is iser, and we see the two joined together to make the guy That's not what we're saying. Rather, 
So again, Amar Lei says, Revdimi to Abaye, no, comma, my Kezayis? The issue is something else, that you have to have the Ika, and this is another thing we're very uh, familiar with in Halacha, a Kezayis, Bikadeachilis Pras. You can't sit there with a one Zayis of Isser and take a little bit now, and then 15 minutes later, another little bit. And like over two hours, you've eaten the whole set. That doesn't work. The Isser, to be over the Isser has to be within a certain time frame, whether it's two minutes or nine minutes or 11 minutes, whatever it is. That's the issue. And in other words, the case is not where at the end of the, let's just call it nine minutes, you've eaten um, less than a Zayis. You've eaten a Zayis worth of Isser. You've probably had a lot of Zayisim altogether. You might have had four, five, six Zayisim. But if you add it up, the Isser part, it would come to a Kazayis. In how much time? In a Kedeyachilis Pras. That's the issue going on here. Okay, so you're telling me then that Kezayis Bekedeyachilis Pras is, is a Doraisa principle? Really? So says Abaye, back to Ravdimi. Vachilas Pras Doraisa he? And you know what Ravdimi answers? Uh, yeah. Amarle says Ravdimi back to Abaye in. Yeah, yeah, that concept of when we say there's something else or it has to be eaten in a certain amount of time, that's Doraisa. Well, says Abaye, I put a triangle on this Ihachi. This would be the uh, first of three, I guess, questions that Abai is going to ask based on that. Oh, you're telling me that a, uh, uh, this concept of eating the kazais within a certain time frame is necessary as Daraisa, Ihaki, about six lines later, first one line is Eisve. That's another triangle on that uh, word. And then about eight, <coughs> eight, nine lines later, first word on the line is Dirabonon. The third word is another Eisve. Uh, that would be again. And this is uh, Abaye each time who's going to be attacking Ravdimi. Um, based on what Ravdimi had just said, that this Achilas Pras is Daraisa. That concept of when he's an Isser, you have to eat it within a certain amount of time, it's Daraisa. Okay, so here's the first. Ihochi says Abaye to Ravdimi, Amai pligi Rabbanan alei de Rebbe Elazar bekusach habavli. This is like a whirlwind tour of uh, all sorts of different sugyas and jazz. Kusa Chabavli is? It's sort of like a dip. It's made from like uh, spoiled milk and little pieces of breadcrumbs inside of that. Now the breadcrumbs are fine, except on Pesach, they're really usser. So why is it that Rabbanan would disagree with Rebbe Lazar by Kusa Chabavli if what we say is that the concept of Kazaytei Pras is Daraisa, at the end of the day, if you're eating the kusach habavli, even though, like, each zayas doesn't have the isra of chametz in it, don't we say that over the amount of time you will have eaten, a total, if you just look at the breadcrumbs, as though it's a kazayas? So why would the Rabbanan disagree with Rabbi Elazar when it comes to kusach habavli? Amarlei says Rav Dimi, no, no, don't bring the kusach habavli into the discussion. You know why? Kusach habavli is a dip. Most people, let's say uh, like a hot jalapeno dip, by its very nature, you don't eat a kazaistechilas pras. If you do, you're, what do they call you, a weirdo, you're strange, or um, you're not the average person, and therefore it's not the, uh, the typical way of eating. Amar Lei, so says back, leave aside kusachabavli, deleka, because you're not going to have in a normal setting a person eating a kazais of the breadcrumb ingredient out of the whole thing, bikadechilas pras. Why? Colon. If you have a guy who's gulping down like the hot jalapeno sauce, or in this case the kusach habavli, mishrav. Mishrav is usually like a drinking, which great if it's a big gulp, or maybe a cup of iced coffee, but if it's um, 
Kusach Bavli, but Ladaite Kaladam. His very strange way of doing things is nullified to what the typical person says. It's not the normal way of eating. On the other hand, E, Mishtar Kashatar, if you're just dipping, I don't know if they had uh, Doritos in those days, but they definitely had pita. If you're dipping your pita into that dip, it's not like a hummus or a tahina where you can eat. It's a very strong, a very sour sort of dip. Well, lo mishkach, kezais, v'kateches pras. You're just not going to have enough time to eat a, a, a shear of the iser. Okay, so essentially, Abai, so what about then kusach habavli? And... The answer of Dimi gave is, it, by its very definition, since it's a dip, you, you're not eating that much in that amount of time. So, tries again. Eisve. How about this? This is a um, five-line Tanaic source. Um, you have uh, spices. In the old days, a spice would be like a seed or a leaf, and you'd, you'd grind it up, and you'd have the pot of food. And then you could uh, take the spices and pour them into the pot of food. So imagine you have two uh, spice crushers or uh, mortars, like pestle and mortars. In one of them, Achashel Truma has uh, spices of Truma, let's say garlic and all sorts of yummy things. And Achas, the other one, has Chulin. And there's two big pots on the stove. One of them is Truma. By the way, Truma Tahira, totally fine for Kohanim. Chulin, totally fine for everyone. Truma, though, is going to be a bit problematic. If you're a non Kohen, Big no-no. Like, you, you can't have it. So there's one big pot of truma. And there's one big pot of chulin. And now there's a, uh, 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 the, the spices. One of truma, one of chulin. shel chulin. And the spices go into the pots and... Darn for the life of me, I can't remember if it was the truma one that went into the chulin or the truma one that went into the truma. You certainly hope it's the truma one that goes into the truma. Because... If it's the chulin that went into the chulin, the truma and the truma, the chulin can be served to anyone. And the truma is still limited to Kohanim. But if you messed up and put the truma spices into the chulin, so then that has truma and that has truma, and it's all, it's all fine for Kohanim, but you just lost the ability for 90% of the people to eat it. So the naflu elu elu, and you don't know which fell into which, shteyen mutarais, they're both mutar. Now, here the context of mutar is a Yisroel can eat the chulin one. Because the chulin pot will assume that's what the chulin spices went into and it would still be fine. She'ani oimer, I dot underline the shani oimer, that's the principle, the guiding principle we're going to go with here to allow the pot of chulin to still be consumed by Yisrael. I'll tell you that chulin l'tay chulin, naflu, and truma l'tay truma, nafla. Okay. How can we possibly do that? We're, obviously, we're not sure, so we're going, we'll say, lakula says the Gemara, and I guess this would be um, Abaye, speaking out the question to Ravdimi, if you want to say like you were insisting that a Kazayus B'Kadeach this process is De'araisa, oh, Amaya and why would we apply over here the principle of Sha'ani Oimer? That's, that's very problematic. You don't say Sha'ani Oimer is when there's a potential list of De'araisa. Answers the Gemara. Okay. Now, I assume it doesn't say the Amarle, it's Ravdimi saying back to Abaye. Elamai. Well, then, if you're not going to go with the Kedechilis um, Pras, what's the other option? There's something that's Asr. We know for sure what the din is if it's just the thing that's Asr. You're mixing it together. So if you're not going to go with the Kedechilis Pras, then the other option is even worse. That's an option of Heter Mitzvah Leisr. That's what Rabbi Yochanan had said, where the Heter actually joins with the Isr and the whole thing becomes Asr. Again, that's even a more reason. I mean, why would we say that Shani Oimer? How could it be the pot of Hulan? We're going to say, yeah, I figured the Hulan spices went in there. What are you talking about? If you have 
um, truma spices and truma garlic and truma and ingredients that fell in. And it's an Iser Daraisa for Hetemistarf Laser. How could you possibly say that? Ella, it must be there's something else going on over here. It must be the whole issue is not on the Daraisa level. The whole issue is only on the Dirabanan level. And we're talking on Daraisa. Why is this on the Daraban level? Ella Hadeik, leave aside the issue of Truma's Tavlin, Dirabanan he. Remember, I have to sort of go back to the basics. The puzzle talks about things are Truma. And we know the rabbis add base theory, but the puzzle talks about only like grapes and grain, and those types of things. Truma on spices, the whole thing is only a dirabanan. In which case, when you talk about truma falling into chulan, the truma, if it was spices, it's only in the realm of dirabanan, so you're not going to have to worry about the daraisa. Eisve. So here's another snake source, another issue which Abai brings the question on Rav Dimi. Uh, similar to the first one. Um, goes for about Almost five lines, this uh, Tanaic source. Shtei kupois, two big containers. Achashel truma, v'achashel chulun. A very similar situation. You have one has got truma in it, the other one's got chulun in it. Vilif nehen, and in front of them, shtei soin, are two like measuring cups, uh, type size uh, receptacles. Achashel chulun, v'achashel truma. However, for some reason, the measuring cup contents got poured into the big containers, Man, for the life of me, I can't remember. I don't know. Did the truma go into the truma, the chulun, the chulun, or the other way? Both of them stand mutarn. Again, the mutarn here is, means the big box that you know for sure has got chulun foodstuffs in it. You can assume the measuring cup of stuff that fell in was also chulun. Again, we're going to apply this principle of chulun, truma, truma, truma. We're not talking about spices in this case. We're talking about, let's say, wheat. We're talking about, let's say, fruit or grapes. And the mixture then is, you can't come on to the, the previous answer, uh, it's Truma's Tavlin. This is not Tavlin. There's no spices over here. So, continues Abaye in his question, and this is where the Gemara uh, brings what Abaye would say. Once again, he's pounding him on this. If you're going to tell me that a Kazai is Bekateachilas Pras, the uh, gears changes to Del Raisa, is it Del Raisa that it's us, sir? Why would we say here again, Shani Oimer? How can you basically say a Shani Oimer to go Lakula if the Isser in question over here is a Daraisa? Now, he speaks that a little bit further, Abaye. This is to Rav Dimi. Bishlama Ledidi, according to me, Da'amina, that I say what's going on is because of Heter Mitzaref Le'isser. Why would it be in this case, if you're going to say Hetem Mitzarev Le'isser, that seems like it would be more of a reason to make it Usser. The two of them join together. Oh no, you know why it doesn't over here? Because there's so much more Heter that you don't apply the principle of Hetem Mitzarev Le'isser. There's a lot more Chulun. And since there's so much more Chulun, the little bit of Truma that fell in is not significant. Ella, I squeal on the Ella, According to you, the Amras who says Mishum Dika Kezayis Bekadechi Las Pras Kinefishi Chulin Mayhave. So what? There's a lot more of the Chulin ingredient. If at the end of the nine minutes, the person's eating is going to have had ingredients that are Kezayis, it should be totally usher. So we're going to see this Mefarish. The Mefarish up on the uh, first one on the Lamed Zayin Amad Aleph Bishom Amina. According to me, says Abaye. That Koli Sorn Shabbatara Nami, you would also uh, 
apply the Hetermit Sarfle Isser, Hachalekalamemarhachi. Now, why, if you have Hetermit Sarfle Isser, are you not going to say that in this case? And this is really the Iker of the Mefarish, Demishumta Nefishi Chulun, since you had such a greater amount of Chulun, a massive container of Chulun, Va'anan Loi Amrinan, Hetermit Sarfle Isser, Ella. Hecha de nefisha midi de isra. I actually double underline that. It's only when the thing that's usr, you also have a significant amount of it. You just don't have enough. Let's say you have two thirds of a kazayas of it. And kamashlim le hetera. The hetera actually increases it to be the size of isr, which I'd almost say that it becomes almost an issue of rove or similar to rove. But when you have many, many, many more times of heter and much less, a very small amount of isr, it won't apply. If, however, the whole guiding principle has nothing to do with that, has to do with you ate a lot. Of what you ate, the part that was usr, did it contain a kazayas or not? That would apply over here. That's the question that Abaye poses to Rav Dimi. Back in the Gemara, on the fourth line, and with this we'll pause for today. Amar Once again, Ravdimi slides out of this as being a problem, coming with the answer that it's not a derais, it's only a derabonon. It's not a derais. We weren't talking about spices anymore. We were talking about, let's say, grain. That, that's that's mm-hmm. truma derais, is it not? Says Ravdimi, no. Hanech le truma bizman hazeh. We're not talking about truma. When it was, let's say, a base amigdash or whatever, whatever it takes. Because truma these days is only... Dirabana, at least I say says Rodimi back to Abaye, and at his time it was only Truma Dirabana. Period. Tomorrow we'll pick up it's, again still uh, back and forth between Abaye and Rodimi and Abaye and Rodimi, which we'll uh, pick up with tomorrow. Adkan.